When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and I am going to talk today about the link between anxiety, stress, and decision-making. All kind of linked up. I'm sure you've had that experience. I certainly have. We are agonized over a decision, but I just can't seem to make the right decision because I'm in toxic stress and high levels of warning signals pinging in my head of anxiety, and I just don't even know what to decide, or if I do, it ends up being that is a decision that I regret. So I'm going to talk about this link today and how we can manage this. But before we begin, I want to remind you of my conference that is running between the 2nd to the 4th of December in Dallas, Texas. It is my annual mental health retreat, which is truly a place where you can learn how to constantly manage your mind, to manage all those mental health things that can drag us down, those intrusive thoughts that can drive us crazy. Not knowing what to do with that depression, panic attack, anxiety, what it means, how do you manage it. This conference is really practical, hands-on, and is going to change your life. Especially considering what we've all been through with the pandemic, we need a better understanding and a new narrative for mental health. Emotions are not illnesses. You don't have a brain disease if you're battling. You're responding very normally to an adverse circumstance, but it needs management. So join me at my conference and come and learn how to do this. And also this podcast is, I just remind you, is for educational purposes and is not medical advice. And if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And there's a way you can help me help you more. That is, subscribe to my podcast. If you subscribe to my podcast, subscribe wherever you like listening to your podcast and then leave me a review that will really help me. And you can also put some comments and some questions and I really appreciate your reviews. Thank you so much. And now on to today's podcast. The link between anxiety, stress and decision making. So as I set the scenario, as I introduced, we can be needing to make a decision which involves the frontal lobe of the brain. And when I say that, the entire brain is involved, but there's a lot more activity happening at the front part of the brain, the whole frontal lobe of the brain, when you are making a decision, when you're moving into an executive capacity of decision-making. And in order to do that, your brain needs optimal blood flow, optimal oxygen at the front of the brain, and also a balance between the different types of energy frequencies inside of the brain. You want a lot of gamma from on both sides of the brain because that's going to pull up what you've learned so that you have lots of existing information clear at your fingertips, literally in your mind's eye. So you're going to pull that from the non-conscious to the conscious. You want to have good attention. So you want to have enough high beta and beta to keep you very focused. And you want it to be balanced across both sides of the brain. You want to have the right amount of alpha so that you get deep insight, so that you can think very deeply and analytically when you're making that decision. And you also want 
to have not too much delta and theta. And that's just frequencies across the brain. We want this all the different connections of your brain all working in their unique way that is unique to you, that is aligned to you to help you to really focus on this incoming situation, weigh up all the options which are the existing thoughts in your net in your networks of your of your brain and your mind and in your body, draw that all up and make a good decision. Now, when you're about to make a decision, what I've just described can actually be called putting you into a good stress state. So stress is a state that we get into, which has all those brain things going on. And not only is it in your brain, but your brain sends a message to your hormones. So your endocrine system is now lining up and doing its thing to help you. And your heart is lining up because there's a connection between the front of your brain and your heart, and your, even your gut, your gut-brain connection is lining up. So now you've got serotonin and dopamine and various different neurochemicals being secreted in the right amounts to help you to focus. So you go into a positive state. And there's also a link to that positive stress state is a level of healthy anxiety. Now, anxiety is a little warning signal or a big warning signal, depending on what it is. So when healthy anxiety is an alerting signal, as opposed to unhealthy anxiety, which is a warning signal. So both are signals. Anxiety is a signal. Stress is a state. Okay. So when we have to make a decision, we move into that stress state with that neurophysiology that I've described. And then we're going to have anxiety going into its right as, a, as an alerting phase, as going into its alerting state, I mean, it becoming an alerting version, which means that you focused, you're alert, you are shining the spotlight, you've got your attention focused specifically in a very, very focused way, like if you're shining a torch on something, you're focusing in on that thing and you're also drawing the existing networks in, okay? So anxiety gets you into that right state. You've got your heart palpitating and your and the blood vessels around your heart dilating, sending this blood flow and oxygen to your brain, and you've got this ideal state. There are many things that cause us stress in life, and money is definitely high up there on that list. Our financial health can impact our mental health, which can have all sorts of repercussions. But this doesn't have to be the case especially if you use Chime, the award-winning app and debit card that makes managing your money so much easier and less stressful. This is especially the case with overdraft fees. These fees have gotten way out of hand. In 2019 alone, traditional banks took $11 billion in overdraft fees. But Chime does things differently. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that has saved its members more than $10 billion in overdraft fees with their Spot Me fee-free overdraft. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no fees. You deserve to have financial peace of mind. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. That's chime.com forward slash Dr. Leaf. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC Spot me eligibility requirements apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. Chime members overdraft fee savings based on eligible members' use of Spot Me 
$33 average overdraft fee. Overdraft fee data based on bank rate checking account survey and CRL June 2020 overdraft fees reports. The link and details will be in the show notes. And then when you, when you like that, in that state, your impulsivity drops and your decision-making and executive capacities, which involve analyzing the incoming and the upcoming information to make the right decision. The problem comes in is the shift that happens between that those good levels of stress and anxiety, anxiety being the alerting signal, stress being the state. So stress is good for you. Okay, it sets, it activates, and anxiety is good for you when it's in its alerting state. And it, the, the combination of the stress and the anxiety set you into a rhythm that is going to help you to function at a very high level. The problem is that if we shift from that healthy stress state and healthy anxious alerting signal into toxic stress, and then the anxiety becomes a warning signal. It shifts from being an alerting signal for you to pay attention to a warning signal for you to also pay attention, but to pay attention because something is starting to get imbalanced, something is starting to go wrong. And then as you get more and more into a toxic stress state, your signals are going to increase. They're going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. The anxiety signals and other emotions will start, emotional warning signals will start coming into play. And then your toxic, the stress now starts shifting the state that your mind, brain and body in starts shifting. So where healthy stress is increased blood and oxygen to your brain because the blood vessels around your heart dilate and you've got these hormones flowing and you've got all that, those brain waves doing what they're supposed to do, like waves in a sea, big waves and big swells and going up to the beach and building up and the crest on the top and crashing on the beach and little waves and going back in again. That's good stress. And, and where anxiety is alerting you, when that shifts into the opposite, then instead of that nice wave flow across both sides of the brain, you're going to get this like really messy, too much of the big waves, too much of the, the you know, the breaker, the white, crashing on the beach really hard, throwing like water into the, the in, uh, into, onto the beach like really hard, sucking it back in. So it's that that is now starting when the brain waves start going like that. We are now shifting into a toxic state, a toxic stress state. The blood vessels around the heart will constrict instead of dilating. So now you'll have less blood flow and less oxygen to the front of your brain. So now that and your, and your mind works through your brain, your mind shows up in your brain. But now your mind is trying to get through this this tsunami of messy waves, and there's just not enough oxygen to breathe there's not enough blood that it needs for that 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 work as mind works through the brain there's not enough going on there so your body is now going into a different neurophysiological state and instead of good decision making you're going to have increased impulsivity and that leads to sort of the agonizing and making the wrong decision and and then you make one and then it kind of gets worse and then we can get ourselves stuck in a feedback loop okay so that's kind of what's happening Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So there's a link between then stress, anxiety, and good decisions. Toxic stress, anxiety turning from an alerting signal into a warning signal, and then our body responding, and that is impulsive. It leads to impulsive decision-making or poor decision-making. So what we need to do is discern the red flags of when we're shifting from the one to the other. And there are ways that you can do that. You've got to train yourself to tune in. So when you are starting to make that decision, you need to become very self-regulated. Now, self-regulated means that you need to be watching yourself. So when you make a decision, really watch yourself. So I do this as I'm about to make a decision. I pause. I take a bit of time. I breathe in for three counts. And I make sure that I'm kind of, you can see my body moves there, but my my stomach is now kind of blown up with the air. It's kind of square. My body's gone square. So it's that kind of deep breath. And I'll breathe out. And you maybe don't have to make it so noisy. You can make it quieter, but kind of push it out. And I might do that a few times. So I'll breathe in for three and then out for seven. You may have heard me teach this before called the 10-second pause. And as I'm doing that, I know that I'm going to start getting my red flag where I'm shifting into toxic stress and anxiety becoming a warning warning signal as instead of an alerting signal. I'm going to start restoring that balance. We have to get our neurophysiology under control to a certain extent before to in order to get because our mind's working through our brain and our body and all that neurochemistry and when it's like a big mess like a big log in the road your car can't drive through it you want to get it back calm again so the breathing helps to do that neurophysiology it also buys you a little bit of time a little bit of space in which you can just pause and get your your brain and body calm again and get your messy mind calm get your wise mind back online and that's going to bring in a lot of that gamma activity, which is then going to, when gamma starts being in, increasing again, it starts creating a lot of integration in your brain and insight, and you start pulling on memories. So you just need a little bit of time for that to start happening again, and that starts shifting you back in again to the healthier state. And then once you've done that, then you can start basically re-looking at the information to make the decision. And if you feel that you don't have enough information or you don't have enough time, it's then important for you to try and buy more time by saying, okay, I'm going to think about this and I'm going to give you a decision later. If you have to make a decision on the spot, like maybe you're a medical doctor and you need to make a decision on the spot or it's related to something with your kids or related, I don't know what, it could be a, a, a million different things that are, that you need to make the decision quicker than in an hour's time or a day's time or something then do a few more of those 10-second pauses, that breathing in for three and out for seven, to just give yourself that neurochemical, get that neurochemical chaos under control. The holiday season is fast approaching, and I'm super excited to spend time wrapping gifts, eating meals, and playing board games with my family as we take some much-needed mental self-care breaks. One way I love to make the most out of my holidays is with Hazar. It's the refreshing seltzer with benefits made with probiotics for gut health, low in sugar and calories, and absolutely delicious. With Hazer Living, your best life never tasted so good. 
Experience great tasting flavors that are perfect to enjoy over the holidays, whether you're hosting Friendsgiving or a Christmas party, all at just 3 grams of sugar or less per 12-ounce can to help you feel your best. Right now, I'm enjoying the crisp and refreshing juicy pear flavor, which I love adding seasonal fruit to, such as apples and pears. Well, my husband loves the strawberry hibiscus flavor after his early morning bike ride before the rush of the holiday season starts. Get ready to fill your fridge by stocking up on Hazar Probiotic Seltzer by using the code DRLEAF for 20% off your order at drinkhazar.com. That's code DRLEAF for 20% off at drinkhuzzah.com. The link and details will be in the show notes. As you come out of that, then quickly gather awareness. Am I in an, a warning state? Is that anxiety that I'm going into a warning level? How can I move it back to an alerting level? And that's where you can draw on existing existing memories, context. You have been in challenging situations before, maybe not exactly this one, but could be similar ones. So you quickly remind yourself of how I've been in challenging situations before and I've managed to get through it. So you give yourself a little bit of confidence. Maybe you can quickly recall something. Maybe as you're doing that, you will start thinking that'll give you the space to export. It gets the gamma activity going, which then digs around to find something in your trillions of memory networks and pulls up a nice healthy thought from the past or a few of them. I'm holding up a green tree for those of you that are listening to then help you to be able to draw on information, to be able to have more context because we need context in our decision making. And then it may be that you start making that decision and you see that, okay, it's partially good, it's not so good. It's and So in other words, still self-regulating. So you pull up that information, you evaluate that information, you visualize as much as you can because you may not have time. If you have time, you can write it down. You analytically analyze, okay, I could do this, this, this is the context. These are my options. Look at the possibilities, do this. So don't just jump in and say something. Look now at your possibilities question. That would be your recheck step number four of the neurocycle. So you've become aware, you've gathered, you've reflected, you've visualized, or you've had time, you've written it down, and now you're going to recheck and think, okay, based on this context or what I've done in the past, what would be the best option? I'm not absolutely sure. I think I'll try this. And your action would be then, okay, this is going to be my decision in this moment. You make that decision and then you look at the impact. So you now do another quick neurocycle where you get the awareness of the impact of that decision. And then you start reanalyzing that through, okay, did this work? Look at the impact on the people, on the impact of the email that you sent. You may not see the impact immediately. You may see the impact immediately. So if you do see the impact immediately, if you see that it's not quite working, dive in and repair. Gather the data. Let it feed back to you. That's not quite right. Partially correct. Gather awareness of that. Think through what should I do to, to what more information do I need? What's happening here? What's going on? Visualize or write it down. Recheck, okay, how can I see this differently? What more information do I need? How can I see this in another way? What's the other perspective? What do I need to add? And then add another layer to your decision. And you may have to go through a few cycles of those as you, if you're in an immediate situation to solve whatever it is that, you, that you're solving or decision that you need to make. And the more you practice this, the quicker and the better you get at that. The point is that you're being very controlled. You're letting your wise mind work with your messy mind to keep clarity neurophysiologically, blood, oxygen, waves, etc., so that your mind can work through a clean pathway to 
dig into your non-conscious and when you dig very deep into your non-conscious, you may not even have any existing thought trees related to that, but you do have wisdom inside of you. We all have wisdom and we need to draw on that wisdom to make good decisions. And this process I'm describing of this breathing and then going through the neurocycle like that in quick little bursts, five seconds, is going to keep you very controlled and regulated and systematic. You're systematically driving the neuroplasticity of your brain. Sometimes I battle to sleep, which, as you know, can impact your ability to function and concentrate during the day. But ever since I started using Ned's incredible CBD sleep blend, my quality of sleep has dramatically improved, and I have noticed that I wake up feeling more refreshed and ready to take on the day. Ned's full-spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA-certified organic hemp plants, and all their products are science-backed and nature-based, and offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Their full-spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. Plus, Ned shares their third-party lab reports who farms their products and their extraction process all right there on their site. I'm especially excited about Ned's brand new product, which has been in development for over a year, the De-Stress Blend. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp. It also contains CBG, known as the mother of all cannabinoids, which has been shown to be very effective at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. And it tastes amazing with the addition of cardamom and cinnamon. Plus, to add to this amazing blend, it also has ashwagandha, an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. If you want to try the new de-stress blend from Ned, a brand that we love and trust, we have a special offer for the Cleaning Up the Mental Mess audience. Every order over $40 qualifies for 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample. Go to www.helloned.com forward slash Dr. Leaf or enter Dr. Leaf at checkout to take advantage of this. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash Dr. Leaf to get 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample on any order over $40. The link and details will be in the show notes. So there's are a few tips on how you can improve your, you keep you know, the, the link between anxiety being a signal, stress being a state, and the link to, to decision making. And when you bring those three together, they working they can work for you or against you. And the way to assess when you're shifting is to is to look is to gather awareness of how you are reacting. So I want to talk a little bit more about that. How do you know that you're shifting? You need to gather awareness. And what are you going to gather awareness? Gather awareness of how you are feeling emotionally. Is the emotion, is the anxiety blocking your ability to see clarity? Or is your anxiety making you actually see a lot of stuff that could be, and you feel yourself kind of driving in, in the direction of, I can, I can understand this information. I can see what, what the different options potentially could be. I can, I'm thinking of more stuff. That's good anxiety. It's alerting anxiety. It's, and it's healthy stress. And then the toxic anxieties, I can't see what's going on. There's a fog. I'm now feeling anger or frustration or worry or I'm falling into a panic. So when there's more confusion, when things start getting very confused, then you know that you're moving into, that's your red flag, that you're shifting over. And so that you can look at those emotions. You can also be aware of your body. 
um, your heart will palpitate. You will have adrenaline rushes. Your ten- shoulders will tense up as you prepare to become alert because that's all your body orienting to that and preparing you for that decision and what you have to do. So you get those same things, but the one, the healthy version is you feel yourself moving forward, but the toxic one, you feel yourself stuck. You feel like you're going backwards. You feel like you're collapsing. You feel like you're immersed. You feel like you feel like you're going to vomit from, and that's going to incapacitate you as opposed to I feel nauseous because I'm really scared to talk in front of these people or whatever versus I'm nauseous that it's incapacitating me. So one is moving you forward and you're seeing more. The one is making you feel completely stuck. Then you're moving into toxic stress and where anxiety is becoming toxic, okay? And the other emotions. So, so look at the emotions, the, 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 the sort of level of the emotion, and look at, your, at your, what, what's happening inside of your body. So you just have to focus on those two signals, and those are two red flags that will really help you understand the shift. Clarity is always linked with an alerting state, good anxiety, healthy stress, and confusion, and, and I'm not talking about, you can have, you can have confusion in terms, in, in the alerting states. You can be, what is the best thing? I'm not talking about that kind of clear confusion. I'm talking about where you feel completely overwhelmed, where you just don't know what to do, where you feel stuck. Then you know you're shifting over. And that's when your body starts feeling like you can't cope. You feel like you're going to collapse and you feel like you can't get yourself back. So when that starts happening, that's when you need to start doing the breathing. You need to get the time, buy as much time as you can. Because whatever you do in that state is not going to work for you. You've got to get yourself back into the into the healthy state. So I hope this has helped you. And for more tips and techniques, follow me on Instagram. Dr. Caroline Leaf is my social media handle. You can find me and, and so on Facebook and Twitter as well. And every day I'll give you tips and things that are going to help you understand all these complex things that I teach that will really help you through the day. So follow me on social media. There's so many podcasts that you can listen to. So subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to my podcast, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. And connect with me. Send me questions. Send me things that you'd like me to talk about. I hope to see you again next time. Thanks for joining me. I'm Dr. Caroline Lee. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual 
medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.